Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome to another episode of the Moments of Madness podcast. The show that brings you insightful and inspirational conversations with international guests who left their safe harbors behind in their pursuit of realizing something new and different. In each episode, we highlight real-life experiences of positive transformation as we explore the drivers behind their success. And now, here's your host, Tommy Sashi. Hey there, what a pleasure to welcome you back to the ninth episode of the Moments of Madness podcast. Today we explore how your life could look like if you just gave it a chance. Make sure to subscribe and follow our weekly episodes to develop the sensitivity needed to realize your own opportunities and the courage to take action. The Moments of Madness podcast. Today's guest, Kasper Hoeksbro, did something few of us would ever dream of doing. He realized that he wasn't happy with his life as he lived it back in Copenhagen, Denmark. So he decided to quit his job, sell his apartment and all of his belongings and left his country with a one-way ticket about to explore what the world had to offer. Together, we head out to explore what led him to change his understanding of what really matters in life. Kasper, welcome on the show. Thank you. And thank you for having me. You're so welcome. We're very happy to have you. Could you please share a few words about who you are and what you're doing? My name is Kasper. I'm from uh, Denmark. I'm 38 years old. And in back in 2012, I decided to sell everything to travel the world. And that's what I've been doing most of my time since then. As always, we're heading back in time to explore this big moment of madness uh, that you realized uh, when something happened in your life that made you realize that you wanted to change something. But let's head back to the moment just before that happened. How did your life look like at that time? Well, uh, I guess it was pretty normal. Uh, I was living in Copenhagen. Uh, I had an apartment and was just living everyday life Um, and... I'd been through uh, a lot of uh, rough things, personal stuff I was, uh, I had been dealing with. And, and at the time, I felt like I, it was time to sort of figure out who am I now? Who am I if everything, if everything changed around me, if I was in a new situation, in a new life? And I felt stuck in uh, just in the ordinary day-to-day life. Do, do you remember if it was something specific that made you realize that you, you felt stuck? 
Yeah, well, it was. I felt like uh, that I sort of just had to work to pay bills, and that was really what my life was about—just maintaining things and just uh, keeping everything together, just to keep it together. And and one day I was I was considering my situation and felt like this is not really what I want to do with my life. I I had decided as a kid that I never really wanted to be in so uh, I didn't want to have so many um, uh, bills that I had to work full time. I wanted to have enough spare time to do other things with my life. And then I realized I was in that situation I didn't actually want. So I was thinking of how how do I change that? What 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 can I do instead? And I realized if I sold everything, if I sold my apartment and all my belongings, I would actually be out of debt. I would have money in my pocket and I wouldn't have any bills and I could quit my job and I, and I could do whatever I wanted. So I realized, okay, if I, if I actually did that, I could, I could simply just travel the world. I'd never really done that before. Um, so at first I didn't really know what to think of it, but then I went to Google maps and, and took a look at the world and started writing all the countries I wanted to go to. And I always dreamt about and made a list and then realized, Hey, I, I could actually do that. And this, and I, I don't remember how long after, but soon after I, I put my apartment uh, for sale and started uh, selling everything. Well, but you, Casper, you make it sound very, very easy because <laughs> uh, I mean, you told me that you 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 didn't travel so much before you you did this and and like selling everything and uh, quitting your job and I mean how did that feel? Uh, that's a good question. I I didn't really know what to think of it. I um, I had a lot of thoughts and concerns, um, but the thought of continuing just managing or just I don't know walking through life without any passion, I guess. Uh, any sort of adventure was just uh, was just enough to keep pushing me to explore what would happen if I actually continued. Uh, even though I had some concerns, it was still worth pursuing. It was uh, I just felt a need to continue and and do this. And the the sense of freedom I felt by doing it and the progress of selling things was so liberating. So uh, I, I got more and more certain that this was what I was going to do, even if I didn't know it was actually what I would like doing. Because I, I didn't actually know if uh, if I would want to travel once I was there. I just had a feeling I wanted uh, beforehand, if that makes sense. Yeah, I think it makes sense. I know a lot of our listeners, they have this uh, craving to break free and they, they are very um, feel stuck in their life. But at the same time, they, they want this kind of sense of security or somehow, right? Yeah, yeah. And I think when it comes down to it, it's, uh, it's a matter of choice. Do you, do, you, do you want to continue doing what you don't really want to do or, or do you want to take a risk? And I guess that's what I decided I decided to take a risk because I didn't feel it was worth continuing on, on the, on the path I was. So you, you sold your house, you sold your, you, you quit your job, you sold all of your stuff yeah. and what happened? What did you do? Uh, well, then I was sort of in a situation where 
had to figure things out. I'd, I'd, I'd done some planning beforehand, but um, I had no experience, so I didn't really know how to approach things. So uh, I started out walking the Camino, uh, the, the Santiago in, in Spain, just sort of to get an easy, uh, simple, I guess, introduction or beginning of the trip. Uh, so all I really started out with was uh, travel insurance and uh, a one-way ticket to Spain. No, to France, I think. And at that time, you didn't know what you were what you were going to do um, uh, after your trip to France and Spain. I had an idea about the uh, the the itinerary, like which country I wanted to do and in which order. It didn't work out that way because I wanted to go to the Middle East next, but then uh, the Syria crisis happened and everything was kind of crazy in that area. So. I skipped that at the moment and continued to uh, Tanzania for safari and Kilimanjaro. Okay, so at that time, I mean, your goal was pretty much to get away from what you had and try something new. Yeah. Have that goal changed uh, along your journey? No, uh, I guess it has been uh, more specific and I have um, change the way I do things from day to day. And, and sometimes I go to hostels and other times I go to guest houses and stuff. But but no, it's still... Uh, I decided back then that I wanted to go visit all the continents and and I'm still only sort of hard, halfway. So uh, I'm still continuing on what I decided to do back then. Well, I think it's really amazing. So let let us uh, explore a little bit. Where, where have you been, and um, can you pick out some really really big moments from from these trips? Yeah. Oh well, uh, there there have been so many, so it's it's difficult to pick out a few. But um, I I started in Europe and went to Africa. Then I went to the Middle East and Asia. Uh, next up is uh, a road trip in Australia, and there there's been so many experiences. So Saying one is better than the other is is difficult because they are so different. Uh, but safari and climbing Kilimanjaro, bungee jumping in South Africa, and uh, hiking in Himalaya, seeing uh, Mount Everest for the first time was, uh, I think, seeing Mount Everest for the first time was uh, the most has had the most Im impact on me uh, on an emotional level because I was I was just so touched by by the experience the just seeing Himalaya uh, being there was uh, something I cannot describe and I was sitting there for half an hour uh, after hiking for one week and I was just in tears and I cannot explain why you're certainly uh, challenging yourself a lot yes do you, do you ever feel scared in, on your on, on your journey especially the challenging part is what I really love about it when I find myself in situations where I have no control. I mean, I do tend to like have control, and I guess most people do. But when I find myself in situations without having control and when, I'm, when I cannot communicate with anyone and I'm in situations where, where I'm scared or, or don't know what to do, that is where it's so rewarding because I find I have to rely on resources I didn't know I had resources to to figure out how what do i do with this how, how do i deal with this situation now uh, how, how do i manage and somehow things always work out 
which is so interesting to watch. I may not enjoy it in the moment, but afterwards it's so uh, it's so rewarding uh, because it's so out of my comfort zone, and that's just more rewarding than always doing the same thing, like uh, yeah, the same thing every day. Sounds very similar to what I talked to Christina Peltin about in a, a former episode. She's an ultramarathon runner, and she ran through Iran alone. Yeah, and she's using uh, fear as a guiding compass as when she's on the um, the journey to uh, to big changes in her life. Really, so she's trying to attack fears. Really, and she said like the fears is just like a bad feeling. It's not something that hurts you really, but if you attack them, then you evolve a lot as a person. Can you relate to that? Yeah, certainly. It's not that I have conquered fear at all. I still have things I. I'm afraid of, but I find it easier to just go to a new country without planning or knowing anything and just see what happens than, than being on a stage, for instance. Um, but there, there's so much to gain from going towards the fear and meet the fear. And it is just an emotion. It cannot do anything like, like you said. Okay, Kasper. Uh, so, if anyone of our, in our audience, they are thinking, wow, I would like to do something like this. How do you do it? How, like financially, what what does it take to do something like this? Well, it's it costs a lot less than people think, and it's a lot safer than people think. Even if I, even though I've been in some scary situations, uh, but that's something you can really avoid if you do more planning than I do. I, I'm not a big planner. I just kind of do it and see what happens. It, and it, it it's difficult to to give a give a give a proper amount because it depends on how you want to travel and how, how you want to stay and how quick you move around and stuff like that. Uh, but I've uh, I've managed to do a road trip in Jordan for, uh, for in ten days, seeing the entire country and with everything included, I paid something like five hundred dollars, five hundred fifty dollars, I think, for ten days. When I was hiking in Himalaya, I spend like $18 a day. Uh, so it really depends on, but then climbing Kilimanjaro cost me, I think 1500 or even more for, for one week. So do you, do you, do you have a work as well when you're traveling around? Because I mean, it's, um, before you had this steady income every month, yeah. you had yeah. an income and of course you had the bills to be paid as well, but now it sounds like you just have bills to pay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, it, it, even though it's not a lot, I'm I'm running out. So right now, I I where I I've gone to Vietnam because it's cheap and rented a room to work on different online projects to see if I can make some money and and continue my trip that way and and make maybe work a few hours a day while traveling so I can continue. So do you, I mean, now you have a, a room in, in Vietnam, so it's like you are, your home is really moving around. You never, you never have this home as you had before. You, you never miss that? Not really. It also almost becomes a prison because having a home is something you have to keep maintaining. And it's uh, expensive. Uh, well, I guess in some countries it would be fine, but in, Den in Denmark it's so expensive, so... I felt it was more a prison than it was anything else. And if I want to be alone, I can just get a cheap room. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You are listening to the Moments of Madness podcast. With Tommy Seshi. If you are listening through iTunes or Stitcher, please rate us or write a short review. Also, if you enjoy this episode, please share it. The Moments of Madness podcast. So, yeah, I, w- I want to make some money uh, while I'm here in uh, Vietnam. Uh, spend the next uh, couple of months here. And then I want to continue to Australia and buy a van. Thinking about making this concert where I pick up people along the way from hostel to hostel. So uh, if I bring, I don't know, three, four, five people who want to continue on to another place I'm going, then they split the, the fuel costs and I drive. So I just need to buy uh, a car and then I can live there. And if I also buy the cooking gear, all all my expenses will will just really be my uh, my food whatever whatever i'm cooking and we can cook together and stuff so it would be a way to explore all of australia uh by myself having great company and do it for very little money and as you move around, I mean, now you are you are in Vietnam for quite a while. So I mean, you have time to 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 build a connection with people. But as you move around a lot, find new friends, and then you move around, and then you leave the new friends behind. And how does that feel? Oh, that's yeah. That's I think that's something you have to get used to because that is certainly part of it that you have to say goodbye a lot to to people. Um, and I don't think I have the perfect solution to how to deal with it. But at the same time, I think it's a sign that you've had some good meaning, some good experiences with people. You've met something, some people who have touched you in some way or you connected deeply with. And you may see them again eventually. And I and I also realized that when if I compare it to back home, at my age, uh, I don't see my friends as, as much as I used to anymore. 
everyone is sort of settled in and you just sort of work and pay your bills. And most of my friends have kids now, so that's what they are busy with, working uh, their wives or girlfriends and their kids, their family, really. So in the end, the, a lot of the people I, I wouldn't see anyway that often. So the difference isn't that big, I think. I think it's I think it's fascinating that you broke free from um, something that many people are are caught inside, and you really seem to to enjoy it. Mm, I still yeah. wonder, like how that how that happened, and how you found that in, inner strength to just release everything that you you had bef before and enjoy. Yeah, I think um, I think it was only possible because of a series of events in the past. Uh, I, I had a really rough childhood with a lot of uh, stuff I hadn't dealt with until I was around 30. It was very limiting, and I was uh, I had a lot of fear and social anxiety and depression and all kinds of things. So uh, I started in therapy and uh, did all kinds of things to deal with these issues. And I had I think this gave me gave me so many tools to deal with all kinds of things in life and getting a release of a lot of the old stuff gave me room to be more free and find the courage to do what I wanted, which I couldn't have done before the therapy and the coaching and stuff like that. So it was process of um, uh, three and a half, four years or so where I was really going deep in myself and exploring all my pain and all the the darkness and all the issues and all these kind of things. And it's certainly not something I'm done with. But I think that process gave me enough courage, maybe, enough inner strength to overcome whatever I was going to face. It certainly gave me enough to overcome the things I was dealing with at, at the time and And that was enough to, that was, I guess, like a stepping stone to go to something new. Mm. So you learned a lot about yourself during this uh, difficult time, of course. Um, and now, now you're traveling around and, and what, what, which new things did you learn about yourself? Oh, uh, it, that, that's very difficult to put into words, but, um, After the first thing I did after I, I sold everything and started traveling was uh, doing the Camino de Santiago. I, um, I, one day I was really tired and I was with a, with a group of really cool people I met on the first day. And I didn't, we, we kind of walked separately, but met up uh, every evening and went out and eat and, uh, and eat dinner and stuff together. And it was perfect. Uh, so I didn't want to get behind, but one day I woke up and I was really tired and everyone had left and I hadn't slept much and, and stuff. So I, uh, while walking, I, I didn't feel like actually walking, but I kind of didn't want to fall behind. I, didn't, I wanted to continue on with the group I had met. So in during the first 27 kilometers, I decided... I'm going to do a four-day hike and hike uh, all the way to a city called uh, Lyon in Spain, uh, which was uh, 100 kilometers in total. So um, I did, and uh, what I realized later was something called an ultra marathon, 
in 26 hours. Uh, so just with my backpack, just kept on walking. Uh, had one hour of sleep and had, uh, I think, four breaks along the way to eat some food. Uh, after the Camino de Santiago, another big thing was going um, to Tanzania. And within 48 hours, I found myself in a taxi with four guys uh, who were robbing me and uh, holding me hostage. Um, so for one hour, they were taking all my things, trying to get money from my uh, credit card. I was uh, I was shaking. I was terrified, and I had no idea what was going to happen. Uh, it, it actually is a really long story, but in the end, uh, when I came out and uh, later came back to my motel and and had the time to think uh, things through, I I realized I had learned so much from the therapy and all the inner work I had done previously that I could actually manage the. Uh, to deal with the traumatic experience on my own while I was away. So uh, I just spent uh, a few days in the in the room and just trying to feel my body and let everything pass through and stuff. So um, that was some of the experience where I, on a physical level and, and on a mental, emotional level, realized that I can do these kind of things. I can, I can manage whatever is actually coming. And I could, can push myself a lot further than I ever thought possible. It's uh, amazing to hear, Casper. Not that you were uh, attacked, of course, but it's amazing <laughs> to hear that you are uh, you are like this modern Superman. You really um, <laughs> managed to continue, even though that you have really big struggles. Then you have this energy to con uh, to keep on moving. Yeah, I, I guess I've just been so sick of where I came from. So. Uh, the only direction is uh, to continue. Good. So here in the end, if you have um, any tips and tricks that you could uh, share or key learnings that you could share with our audience, if they're stuck in a situation similar to, to where you came from, where should they start? Uh, there's a lot of information on the internet. Uh, you can really find everything you need if you, if you want to do the research. I have uh, written a book uh, about this specific thing. Uh, so I'm going through the process of, of sell, uh, selling everything and how to save money while selling your things. Um, so in one year, uh, you should be able to have enough money to do a very long trip if you wanted to. Perfect. And of course, uh, for you who are listening to the program, we will put this book on the, the, the website on podcastofmadness.com slash nine, which is the page for this episode of the show. In the end, can you please uh, tell our audience when, where they can find you and reach you? Um, well, if, if anyone's interested in asking any questions uh, feel free to write me at uh, my email address casperhuxpool at gmail.com so that's casper h-o-x-p-r-o at gmail.com perfect thank you casper thank you for being with us today thank you so much for having me what an amazing adventure casper has created for himself I think that it's amazing to think about how many other opportunities than the status quo of our boring daily life we could have. 
One thing that made me very happy about our talk with Casper is that he didn't allow his difficult past to hold him back. In fact, he turned it completely around and allowed his past to support his decision to break free and to overcome extreme fears. Like when he was kidnapped but quickly found a stronger version of himself than he ever realized existed. Sometimes we have to dare to do things we might think are completely mad for a moment. But then we realize that it was really the only way to allow ourselves to grow and to realize happier lives. Casper explained how fears guided him, and he has this in common with former guests, so perhaps this is something we should take to our hearts. Fear is just an uncomfortable feeling, often because we feel out of control, but maybe that's exactly what we need to realize to understand our full potential as individuals. If you want to get in contact with Casper or buy his book, go to www.podcastofmadness.com where you will find all relevant information. Thank you so much for joining me today and until next time, don't live life fearing what comes next. That's not what living is about. That's this week's episode of the Moments of Madness podcast. We hope you had an inspirational journey and that you will be back for more. Don't miss a thing. Sign up for our newsletter at www.podcastofmadness.com where you will also find out more about the show and how to reach us. Thank you for listening. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.